Here's a good question to start this. Do you pay for any streaming services? No. I think a better question is when is the last time you paid for a streaming service? All right. Well, what are we talking about? We got shared Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV logins, all that good stuff. Basically shared logins. Is it time to add Disney to that list? Are they a first class citizen in the streaming game? I think they probably are. I think so. Yeah. I think there's kind of two categories of accounts that they've kind of naturally fallen into without people even necessarily realizing it. But there's the ones where there's actual in-app purchases like Apple TV. I don't think people really share their Apple TV login because you can then actually incur additional costs by ordering or renting movies. And it's your Apple account too, right? You don't want to share your Apple account because then they're going to be able to maybe get your Apple notes, your Apple reminder, your iMessage, your email, everything. Yeah. It's an insane thing to share, but sharing like a Disney or a Netflix, who cares, right? That's great. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's totally up for grabs. I've never heard of people sharing even a Spotify account. Well, I mean, people will share the like family plan, the one that's meant for sharing. Yeah, that's not cheating the system. The whole point of this is like the people like me who kind of cheat. Well, not kind of, literally cheat. Here's a good question to start this. Do you pay for any streaming services? No. <laughs> I think a better question is when is the last time you paid for a streaming service? I mean, I pay, so I have kind of a handshake agreement. I, I don't know what a handshake agreement is going to be called now because nobody maybe elbow bump but i have one of those agreements that i've got netflix you know from my brother i share a couple accounts with him you know we kind of between a few of us we've got accounts at most of the major streaming companies and we're not violating anything here because they all have some max number of concurrent streams like netflix has two on what they call their standard plan which it's standard, so most people are on that, right? So you might share it with a significant other or a good friend or something like that. So to be clear, with your brother, it, it sounds like an even trade. You pay for some stuff, he pays for other stuff. Yeah, exactly. I see. I'm I'm not interested in even trades. I've always been just a very one-sided transaction where I get all the benefits and I don't pay any of the money. That's kind of a leech, huh? <laughs> yeah. In college, I mean, the last time I can remember is in college, so I'm 30 right now in 2020 so this was like 10 years ago my, my roommates and i went in on a netflix this was back when netflix was still sending dvds in the mail and we split a netflix account for the year i think it was like 60 bucks each four ways or something and i did that and was only you know i was a poor college student or just actually just cheap but yeah th th that was the last time i can remember paying for netflix and then since then I had a friend who just, there's kind of a weird phenomenon with this where somebody lends you their login once and then basically you're going to use their login until they change their password, which could be like years from then. The heat death of the universe, right? Yeah. Right. And there's a great way of, there's a great kind of hack to getting someone's password. And it's not, when I say getting someone's password, you're not like reading it from their email, but I mean... You're just texting with someone and you don't want to just out of the blue be like, hey, man, can you give me your Netflix login for the next two years? Like nobody's going to say yes to that. Even if they're like your best friend, they'll be like, screw you, get your own Netflix. Pay the 10 bucks a month, just like we all do. Yeah, but you wait 
you wait for them or maybe you, <laughs> this is, I haven't done this, but I'm just like imagining and I've done some version of this where you're texting with them and maybe you even text them and you're like, oh, I, I watched this great show, blah, blah, blah. Like, and maybe it's on Disney or some other thing you have access to. And then you say, you got any good content recs? And then of course, every, especially in quarantine, everyone's got something they're watching or some show. And they're like, oh, you should watch this documentary on X. And then you just, oh, great. Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> is it on? Where is it on? And they're like, oh, it's on Hulu. And you're like, shoot, I don't have, I don't have a Hulu account. Yeah, there's and there's no way to get one, right? You know, oh, there's nothing I can do. There's no way for me to exchange monetary value for this. It's just it's just not possible. It's as if you don't have a job and have zero dollars to your name. Yeah, uh, but you're kind of like, dang, yeah, that's too bad. And then you kind of let it sit for a moment. And then usually, I mean, not always, but they'll be like, oh, you can, you can, you can use my login. You know, j- just for this one. <laughs> Usually they don't specify, but it's kind of implied. Like, come on, don't be, don't be a douche. Don't use this forever. Because it's hard to do on the apps. That, like, if you're on like a smart TV, how do you log out? It, it's a whole thing. You got to like some setting. It's not like logging out in a Chrome window, right? And that would be really like overly sanctimonious to, after viewing the one content recommendation, logging out. I mean, like, what good are you doing them? It's not like you're not incurring any additional cost, except I guess you mentioned that there is a limit to the number of people that can stream at the same time. I've been using someone else's Netflix account for like five or six years and I've never once had it boot me out. So maybe it's booting them out and they think I, they think I'm in Seattle and I'm the primary user or something. Right. Yeah. Somehow you've been leeching this Netflix for so long that their algorithm thinks you're the main user, even though you're not paying for it. And so you're probably kicking out the guy who's actually paying for it. Yeah, instead of by who pays the bill. Yeah, it's it's great. But yeah, I mean, Netflix, I think, is probably the most common. For some reason, I find, I've always found Hulu harder to get a hold of. But my connections are so... It's also funny how loose the ties are with the people, right? So my Netflix for the past four or five years has been... Uh, a very good friend of mine's old roommate who I, you know, I know him. If I saw him in the street, I'd shake his hand and say hi and catch up or whatever. But really I've hung out with this guy like four or five times, like in, in larger groups. I don't know him well at all. And I can't remember how I think my friend gave me his password once. And then again, he hasn't changed it since. And so I just stay logged in. And then I actually was at a party randomly a couple years ago and I felt kind of guilty when I saw him. Like it kind of dawned on me like, oh my gosh, I've just been every single day. Stealing your Netflix. Yeah. Like you see his name, like, welcome back, Nate. And I'm like, my name's not Nate, you know, Uh, (laughs) but I'm too cheap to, you know, have my own name. So you don't even, you didn't even create like a separate account. No, I didn't. I don't even know if he knew I was using it. And so anyways, I was feeling guilty about this. So I saw him at this party and I didn't even know if he knew I was still using it or had used it in the first place or if his friend had just given it to me like in secret. So we were just talking and I was like, by the way, like I feel kind of weird. I've been using your Netflix for a long time. You know, feel free to uh, change the password if if that's weird to you. And then he was so nice about it. He was like, oh, no way. Cool. Wait, were you the one who watched that twin documentary? And like, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I I saw it on my like continued watching or something, and it was awesome. Like, I wouldn't have seen that without you. So I actually, I contributed value. So I didn't feel quite as bad. That's hilarious too, because 
he didn't feel like it was necessary to investigate who was watching these other shows that he clearly wasn't watching too, which is pretty funny, right? Yeah. He just didn't, I didn't care or didn't. Yeah. Like I would feel weird personally. Like I would feel weirded out if somebody was on my account then I didn't know who they were. Yeah. If you saw random documentaries being watched that you didn't watch, like, are you going to think you're going to think maybe they know my password? Do I need to check my other accounts that have this password? Who knows? Right. And that's the other thing, actually. You can never use a real serious password with Netflix, right? Because they're all shared. So it's got to be like your low level security Netflix password. And you probably only want to use it with Netflix because if you end up like, you know, there's if you, if you do like your Uber password and maybe you share it with a couple others, you're kind of screwing yourself because now your friend knows your password. And also, I mean, there's the whole there's a lot of memes about this. But, you know, when you break up with somebody and you were sharing a Netflix account, you know, who gets the Netflix account? I mean, I guess one of the people's paying, but it, it's just, th- there's a whole meme, I think, around even texting your ex, you know, six months after you break up. Hey, did you change the Netflix password? Or when you when you actually move past the person or you're like mad at them or whatever, you, you change the password to effectively boot them out. But it's this very passive aggressive, unspoken rule that you know, as soon as you get booted out of the Netflix, you know, it's officially done. It's definitely over now. She has no interest in supporting me at all in my mooching. Yeah, I think the other thing is, so I've got I got it from my brother. And and so every so often, I'll get a new device. And I didn't write down what the password was. And so now I got to text him again and say, hey, what was your password? You know, and it's like, you just feel so moochy when you're going back and asking the same question I am providing, you know, even though we, we've even got a system, but you just still feel like kind of dirty asking for this password because you're like, oh, all, you know, exactly. I just want to steal your Netflix, I guess, you know. Yeah, it's sort of it's like the last relic of kind of not being an adult. I mean, because, you know, like all of us, you know, in college, a lot of us depend on our parents in some capacity or another you know, pay for food, housing, some combination. And then even after college, you know, a lot of people like the small, it could be the smallest thing. You could be, I know people that are, you know, incredibly financially independent as in they won't accept a single dollar from their parents after college or even during college kind of thing. But yet, you know, they're 24, 25 years old working and making good money and paying their own rent and all their own bills, but they're still on their family's cell phone plan. For example, you know, and it's it's like you can do it. So you pay your dad or your mom every month, your portion, your extra line fee or whatever. But who's going to do that kind of thing? Yeah. And your parents might, if they forget or whatever, you're not going to go out of your way to remind them. Yeah, right, right. You know, we're all like, I consider myself pretty independent. I don't, you know, accept money from my dad or anything. But yeah, I was happy for a couple years after college to be on that cell phone plan, eventually he kicked me off. I mean, health insurance is another one. You know, if you have a job that doesn't have health insurance, you can stay on your family's plan, I think, until you're 26 with Obamacare. I did that for sure. Yeah. So we all do it. And it's kind of a growing up process when you're like, it's not necessarily, oh, this is a hardship on my parents, you know, financially to support me. It's more just, I want to be independent. I want to have my own accounts make it, you know, take ownership of this thing. But it doesn't apply here for some reason, right? There's almost like a pride in, oh, yeah, I get my Netflix from so-and-so. Hulu's that person's login. You know, there's no pride in play in paying for your own Netflix. I don't know why. Well, I think I mean, with the family thing, 
there's something when your family's supporting you financially, it just feels too childish. You know, it makes you feel kind of emasculated if you're a guy or whatever the equivalent is for uh, a girl. It's just very in the culture to want to be able to take care of yourself, right? Yep. And you can't, I mean, you could in theory do a family plan with a couple of buddies and save money, but you know, do you live in the same city? Do you want to be on the same network? You know, different lease lengths or whatever. I guess now that most of them are month to month, but for a while, a lot of them were kind I mean, cell phones are just, they're a pain in the ass. They're a lot more of a old school bureaucratic contract type thing. Whereas Netflix is just very kind of. Yeah. Very transactional. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they'll even, they've even productized the fact that multiple people share logins, right? Because you can now have unique user accounts. So I have a user account that I go into. And so my content that I watch doesn't mess up my brother's content. And so, you know, they're very clearly aware that it's being used like this, you know, and stuff like concurrent streams, right? They know that people are sharing this. So they don't even have that big of a problem with it, probably because it's like a marketing tool for them. Because if you ever hit the thing, if you hit the concurrent streams too much, then you're going to just go out and buy your own because it is a valuable thing, right? You know, it is very cheap entertainment when it comes down to it. Yeah. I mean, that's why I don't know if I've just been grandfathered into some exceptional plan that doesn't have a concurrency limit or what I just never run into it. Or maybe the guy I steal it from doesn't watch a lot, but it's a bit of a mystery to me, but I do believe you. I mean, it says so on Netflix's site. But I think their intention with that is a bit more of a family plan, right? Like, is this one of your kids watching or your wife or your husband or whatever? And so you're still within, you know, it's your brother. So it, I think it's kind of in the spirit of their sharing plan. But I'm definitely in full violation. You don't even have this guy's phone number. No, no. Yeah, we don't keep in touch. Like, I, I don't do anything in return for him besides watch a twin documentary that apparently that he really liked. Yeah, actually, it wasn't even me who watched it. It was my girlfriend at the time who watched it. What was it good? Did you? I didn't watch it. So you haven't seen it. But but in this conversation, you said, oh, yeah, definitely. It was a great documentary. Glad you liked it because you didn't want to go into the details of how it was your girlfriend. And actually, she's also on the Netflix. And I can't remember what I said. I think I might have said, oh, yeah, my girlfriend was probably watching that. But Maybe, maybe I would have. Yeah, because she might have watched it on my TV because I do have a rule. I do have some semblance of ethics because I will not share my my sisters asked me several times like, hey, you know, she's in, in Spain right now. She's been in Europe for a while. You know, hey, do you have a Netflix login? I'm trying to watch this like they have like a weird Netflix thing in, in Spain. Also, she's just cheap, but I, I'm not going to share like that's the unwritten rule, right? When somebody shares their password with you. It's like, don't share it with someone else because then you run into that concurrency limit. And then, you know, this is why we can't have nice things anymore, you know? So only you get to benefit from <laughs> Of course, I'm the most important person. <laughs> why wouldn't I? You're the protagonist, yeah. <laughs> In my own story. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it is very funny. And then if, if you do run into that concurrency problem, that's a very awkward thing because I think, I'm not sure, but I think everybody has gotten kicked off. Or at, least, you know, or at least somebody had their experience interrupted because of this. So it is a, a very like loud notification to probably the account owner about this. And so now they're going to be pissed and you're going to be texting them. You're like, hey, what happened to Netflix? And I'm like, well, there's too many people on here or something. You know what I mean? And it's a very hilarious conversation from there because 
everybody is mooching except the account holder, right? Very rarely do people actually pay the five bucks a month to whoever is buying the Netflix account, right? It's always you're mooching. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like it 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 sort of disobeys norms around this kind of thing. I mean, I don't know why, but there's some even mature adults that I know, including myself, although I'm not mature, I am an adult. Like, I, you know, you take a certain pride, like you said, in kind of getting away with it. <laughs> there's this, this understanding that I don't know some, because the weird thing is I'm for some reason, not willing to pay for Netflix on my own. Like if, if let's say this guy were to change his password and, and even if he was explicit, like, Clay, Hey, sorry, like I don't want you mooching anymore. I'd be like, Hey, thanks. I appreciate your generosity the past couple of years, but I would not then sign up for a Netflix account. And I would not even try that hard to find a new one. I would just say, you know what? I got YouTube. I should read a book, like find other modes of entertainment. There's good alternatives, right? I mean, the books might be good, right? I don't know. I've never opened one. Yeah, (laughs) they could be. But yeah, it's just, there's so much, um, there's such a competitive landscape for your attention and for entertainment that Maybe that's part of what it is, is the, it's annoying thing. We could talk, we could have a whole episode, I'm sure, on subscription services, but I just don't like the idea of a subscription, like every single month and then you forget about it. And then, you know, how many subscriptions do you have? You have dozens of them and they keep just draining money out of your bank account. I mean, there's even, I remember there was a product that was made just to like, you would link it up to your credit card or bank account and all it would do was find any subscriptions and tell you about them because you forgot I remember I had an economics class in college that you had to subscribe to the Wall Street Journal for. And this was like the paper version, right? And whatever. So I did. And I realized like three years after college that I was still paying for this thing. And they don't tell you, right? Nobody's going to be like, oh, you know, are you still using this? It seems like maybe you're not, right? There's no, <laughs> you haven't logged in Netflix in a month or two. There, you know, so I agree on the on that subscription front. It is It can be really annoying. It kind of reminds me all of this of Milton from Office Space. Uh, I don't know who of our viewers have seen that movie, but basically there's the guy who's, he kind of just doesn't add any value. It's this 90s, you know, IT company or whatever. And he just sort of sits around and putters and whatever. And basically it turns out he had been fired years ago, like laid off, but through some glitch in the payroll, he kept getting a paycheck. So he just kept showing up to work. Like everyone thought he was fired or forgot he was fired. He didn't know he was fired or he forgot and he just kept getting paychecks. So their response to that, to realizing this was they just quote, fix the glitch. So they just like fix the glitch in the payroll system. And then suddenly he stopped getting a paycheck and started asking about it. And they basically were like, oh yeah, I get, you know, it actually turns out you were fired a couple years ago, but like, that's basically what people are doing when you know, they change their password when they actually remember about or are reminded of some subscription. Yeah, because there's two levels. There's I mean, there's you as the payer to the company knowing like re-realizing, oh, my God, I've been paying for this forever. But then there's also the realizing you still have people mooching off you. And if, if you're the kind of person that bothers, you'll just kind of passive aggressively change the password and, quote, fix the glitch, <laughs> which is them having you about your password, which is so funny, too, because it actually doesn't cost you anything. Right. That's the the weird part. Unless you're hitting limits, right? Unless you're hitting limits. But it's kind of... Pr- but let's assume that you're not because I think that's pretty rare. I think it's, it is just kind of a spiteful move, right? <laughs> right. And I think that's why there's the memes with the ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, changing the password is 
it theoretically incurs no cost, but it just, it, it goes back to that principle of it's hard to take something away once you're giving it because it is actually hard as the account holder to justify why you're shutting off access when you've been fine giving it for months, <laughs> you know, and it's almost the burdens on you to explain why you're not going to give it to them for free. Yeah. If you were like, hey, you know, Venmo me five bucks a month or something like that, that would be. And then if you don't, you don't get it or something. But it's still, well, you're still paying the same, right? It's a weird, rational line there being crossed. Yeah, because in pure economic terms, terms, you could both like save money, you know, so but by, by yeah, pooling together and, and sharing. I, I've just always been surprised that Netflix apparently I, I think I read somewhere a little while ago, they they were fine with it explicitly, like you said, because it encouraged other people to get the platform. But that has not worked for me thus far because I've just enjoyed being on my own account. Yeah, it'd be interesting to actually look at those numbers, right? Because obviously there's outliers and things, but they have a lot of very smart people there. And, you know, this wasn't a light decision that they made. No, definitely. And I wonder how, I mean, they take a lot of pride, I think, in their algorithm. So perhaps, you know, screwing up the algorithm by watching someone else and then you're screwing up their recommendations and vice versa. You know, like I don't, when I log into his Netflix, I don't have a curated selection for Clay. I have sort of Clay plus Nate plus, you know. Whoever else is on his account. Yeah. And nobody's bothered to create a profile. No, I would feel so, that that's like crossing a line to me. I, I'm sure he would not care because he's super chill. But I don't know, just it's like, it's like if you're a guest in someone's house and even if they let you stay in their house for like a year, it's like, I don't know, setting up shop in, in the bedroom, you know, kind of hanging up pictures like, what? no, this is not your house. You know, I'm happy to mooch here for indefinitely, but, you know. Yeah, don't make yourself too at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I kind of like the there's something kind of just enjoyable about, you know, it's not about the money, just kind of getting away with it and being naughty and, and it finding a, a way around the system. Even if it's semi-sanctioned. It, yeah, yeah. It's fully endorsed. Not doing anything illegal, really not crossing any lines. Uh, but I do have like, and then my HBO, I have my friend's uh, mom's account, which I feel especially weird about because I don't know how much HBO shows, you know, you're viewing history or, you know, continue watching, but... I feel a little weirder, you know, affecting their algorithm and having some raunchy scene from Game of Thrones, you know, show up on their HBO recommended or like, hope you enjoyed this, you know, this moment. Yeah. And and that's the other thing with like the other streaming, like everyone kind of knows how Netflix works, but you don't really know how Hulu, I, I mean, honestly, Hulu's UX is kind of crazy to me, but you know, you don't know how like the HBO one works, like what is their recommendation? You know, everybody knows how Netflix works, but all the other ones, you don't really have any idea. And so it's, it is to your point kind of weird. How are you actually impacting it? Do they have their own algorithm that you're messing up? Do they have user profiles? Who knows? Yeah, you're right. Even the login, you know, Netflix is dead simple email password, right? But with HBO, you're actually logging into your cable provider. So whenever I log in and they kick me out a lot. So whenever I log in, I have to like select from a dropdown of literally probably 80 options and select Xfinity and then log in with my friend's parents' email and password to like their Xfinity cable account. 
And it kind of goes like I'm almost like the, the UX on the website kind of looks like I'm about to go to their billing page to you know like like pay a bill or see a bill, and then it magically takes me to HBO logged in. But it definitely feels a little more kind of I feel like I'm walking on eggshells in their account for that exact reason. And the the cable accounts are the best. That's top tier because you might get like stuff like HBO and whatever other premium channels like what stars. But then there's also you can log into ESPN or, or a local you, you can watch live sports and things like that, which are hard. Obviously, you don't stream after the fact, right? You want to watch it live. So that's pretty valuable. So that that is definitely a top tier. I think there's a I think we we wrap this up because there's there's a ranking of accounts. There's cable because that's going to get you into some premium channels like HBO. Then there's Netflix. And then I think there's all the secondary. Although I think Disney Plus is is huge and I don't want to begrudge them. And I think probably Hulu is moving up to, you know, really competing with Netflix. But I, I think there's it's cable, then Netflix, then kind of everything else for now. And that list is really, really sorting itself out. Yeah. And cable, it's a real slot machine because... You know, I've wanted to watch a Comedy Central show. I'll go on Comedy Central and it'll say, you know, log into your cable provider account. But there's kind of, I don't know how those companies work. They're super complicated, but, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. They don't subscribe to Comedy Central or whatever. Or it'll pop up as like, oh, like free 14 day trial for stars. And I'm like, oh, no. You don't want to alert the account holder you're doing anything. That's the last thing you want to do. That's the big no-no. Yeah, and I would feel terrible if they incurred any charges because of me. That would that would be that would be bad. You might even feel like you'd want to pay for them. I might even feel like some sort of guilt. I don't even know what what that emotion is, but yeah, that would be interesting. Account sharing, it, it it's just it feels like it's all over the place, and it's especially in streaming and everybody does it and even talks about it it's just such a weird area that everyone's just said yeah this one one out of one out of three of us are going to actually pay for this right yeah uh, you know rob peter to pay paul i mean i wonder what the if they'd make more or less money if they really just lock all they had to do is like two-factor authentication or just some way that they could easily you know only allow one streamer at a time but they seem to be very okay with it. So we all just kind of go along for the ride as long as it's last. Yeah, everyone's okay with it. And so here we are. 